Welcome back to Wednesday night. Um, I'm baffled. I cannot believe CM Punk has returned to the WWE. Um, I wish this was a... I wish this was a moment that didn't feel bittersweet. It's hard to be 1,000% excited because of the the crap that happened in AEW, you know? But I'm not here to shit on anybody or anything. Um, it is exciting overall that CM Punk is back, regardless of anything that happened in AEW or um, any beef that he may have with any other talent. Um I'm excited and not to uh not to shadow the entire return of Randy Orton who's been gone for what do they say uh, over a year or nearly 2 years um it doesn't even feel that long to be honest but uh I guess about yeah about over a year maybe a year and a half um Riddle's gone so I mean he's not going to be doing the uh reunion tour for RK bro or having a one-off with Riddle um and with the way that Riddle's been acting on social media I kind of just don't care either it just doesn't matter to me um so to see Randy back and whatever else he wants to do would be great I mean uh there's some people who are um unhappy with the punk return of course uh on TV, which it wasn't really televised, it was just the audience capturing it, but on the uh, from the TV event, the, the pay-per-view, when Punk came out and you saw, you know, Seth Rollins freaking out, throwing a fit, and Michael Cole and whoever else had to hold him back. Here's the thing, I don't know if that's uh, a shoot, I don't know if it was pre-planned, I don't know if we're going to see any... Uh, future matches between Rollins and Punk, maybe for the world title, which I wouldn't really doubt. Um, Michael Cole can't really hold Kobe back. Or Seth, sorry. I don't think he could hold him back. I don't think Michael has the strength for that. Or maybe Seth didn't want to hurt Michael Cole. Not sure. But that alone makes me feel like this was maybe planned. Also, uh, Seth Rollins, is he's a lot more mature and uh, he knows how to handle himself in front of the camera. He's not going to blow up like that. Have we ever seen Rollins blow up like that, even when he was attacked by a fan? It's just not really in his nature to, to be immature in front of the camera. So I'm assuming that this is all a work. And I think this is an amazing work. I think it would be a great angle. I think it'd be a fantastic storyline for CM Punk and Seth Rollins. Um, so I'm excited. I mean, I'm baffled. I, I want to have this podcast kind of feel like it's super energetic and super exciting, but I don't know what to, what to think. I mean, CM Punk in the WWE doesn't seem real, you know, and, uh, the promo he cut was okay. You know, it wasn't bad. I don't know what I was expecting, but 
you know, I was, I think I was expecting maybe a little bit more. Um, but also when he came back to professional wrestling and had the AEW promo, it was good, but I was also kind of expecting a little bit more too. So maybe it's just the fan in me who always wants more, right? Um, I think the the last part where he said he's not here to make friends, he's here to make money, I think that was a perfect description of the entire promo. He's happy to be back. This is his home. But it's CM Punk. Don't forget it. Don't 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 pretend like he's somebody he's not. CM Punk has always been very upfront and has always been this outcast. He's always been pushed away by everybody. And he's there to make money. He's not there to make friends. He wants to entertain everybody else. He wants to do the best he can and be the best in the world, right? But he's not there to make friends. I think that was I think that was a great thing to say to the camera off the mic. I think that was fantastic. It made me feel like I was watching like 2008, 2009 punk again to where he was just outcasted. And you always had this tension. Like, did you know that this person doesn't like punk? Did you know that the management, they don't really like punk? Did you know that Vince doesn't like him because he's not big enough and he, he doesn't have enough muscle and he's, he has too many tattoos and there's so many things to point out about punk and punk never got jacked he he got more tattoos he became more of an outcast he would sit down while doing his promos instead of trying to make himself look bigger and scream like every other professional wrestler does because that's what vince wanted them to do he was the exact opposite of what you should be and he killed it and he became one of the most well-known guys in the entire professional wrestling business. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see this CM Punk back. Because whatever Punk we got in AEW just felt watered down. It felt weird. It didn't feel right. It never felt right. And, you know, with all the backstage drama that happened. And I, I was I was very upfront about it. I said it was immature. And I said I lost a lot of respect. But I'm trying to... I want to gain it back. I want to have more respect for him like I did when I was a kid. Because whatever that was was trash. It was bad. It left a bad taste in my mouth, probably a lot of your mouths. Pause. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just it just was not great. So I'm hoping this is redemption. I'm hoping there's no, no more uh, of these weird botches that Punk was doing. Because he was trying to do shit that he doesn't normally do. Working a, a style he's not used to. And I'm hoping this is all just fun and exciting. You know? Randy Orton being back is... It, it It's incredible and I'm excited about it. The fact that they did both of them on the same night is a little weird. And it doesn't seem like it was fully planned out felt kind of thrown together and uh apparently i mean reading on the little scoops on the internet uh i guess it wasn't even finalized until the day of in typical wwe fashion and triple h kind of made it a secret i think only he knew about it and maybe one or two others but it's not like the whole management and creative knew it it doesn't you know it's not like all the wrestlers knew um it was a surprise to us and everybody else. And they even tried tricking you too. 
They even tried tricking you as well when they, and because they got me when they ran the little copyright at the bottom of the screen and you're like, it's over. And then his music hit. And as soon as his music hit, I was like, ah, you got me. All right. So it was cool, man. And I was watching it live usually for, for some of these pay-per-views, especially this one. Um, it's not that the pay-per-view is bad, but there was a lot of matches that I just did not want to sit through. But I sat through it because I had no idea. I had no idea how this was going to go down. And also for Raw. For Raw on Monday night. I'm not a big watching Raw live type of guy. But I watched it live because I didn't know when he was going to pop in. And then I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, they just got the ratings up. I mean, look at me. I'm watching the whole entire Raw. I'm watching Nia Jax. (laughs) Like, what am I doing? What am I doing right now? And no hate. I just don't care about the character. Um, so it's just a thing. It's just this huge thing and I don't know where it's going, but it's got us all talking and it's got us all excited. So I'm hoping, you know, this goes somewhere positive. And if this takes another wrong turn, I, I give up. I fully give up because CM Punk was my favorite growing up besides, you know, Chris Jericho and all that punk was my guy. That was the first action figure I've ever had. No, I think Jericho was when I was very young. But the first one I had when I started actually collecting was CM Punk. He had these black and red shorts. Not He didn't have a ton of tattoos at the time. He had a few on his chest and arms. But it was so exciting. I think it came with the ECW belt, too. The old school ECW belt, not the gray one. But yeah, I mean, it's just... I am excited, and I'm marking out right now. I totally am marking out. Um, There's not much to say right now besides what I just said, that maybe he's going to do something with with Rollins. That's my kind of my guess. Uh, I think they were saying Shinsuke, but I think Shinsuke went for someone else, wasn't it, to Cody? So maybe him and Cody, I'm I'm not too sure. But, uh, I mean, even Randy and and Punk, maybe, maybe CM Punk's going to retire John Cena. Or not maybe retire, but maybe they'll have a match. I don't know. This could be uh, the ruthless aggression side of me is from, from being a kid is freaking out right now. I want to see Punk in all these, um, I, I wouldn't call them dream matches, but all these uh, uh, r- matches we can revisit before... They all call it quit. They all call it quits. So anyway, <laughs> I'm just excited. Um, but uh, I'm going to end it off here. Uh, if you don't know, if you're not used to our schedule, November, December is very tough. It is the uh, season to where I work six days a week. You can call me a little St. Nick over here. Because I'm working my ass off during the holiday season. Uh, it's just part of my job. So, uh, you know, doing these, you know, about, I would say, minimum 12-hour days, Monday through Saturday, and only having Sunday off, it's kind of tough. And I'm here on a Tuesday night recording this, so it's out for you guys early on Monday morning. Sorry, Wednesday morning. And, uh, yeah, I'm a little tired, as you can tell. But, anyway, I'm excited nonetheless. I think we do have an interview that came out right before this one, or... It's going to come out right after this one. Um, 
Neil Thomas is doing an interview with a local independent wrestling promoter, and I think that's going to be very exciting. So if you are from the Chicago area, or if you are just into wrestling, which I hope you are because you're watching this, then please go ahead and check it out. It's going to be very exciting, and you'll see a lot of insights and uh, a lot of things about the matches too. So it's gonna be it's gonna be all fun. Um, we do have before I go, we do have a GoFundMe in the description. Uh, we had Noah Glenn Carter on the podcast. He is a close friend of ours. Um, recently, his house burned down. Uh, very recently, I think this was maybe about a day or so ago. Um, tragic event. Um, everybody is okay and alive and safe, but they lost completely everything. And I know there's a lot of comments already. He has a ton of money. He's going to be okay. Um, I don't have money. Why should I give him money? He'll be fine. And I think a lot of it was lost in translation because we know how insurance companies are. We know how a lot of things go in the world. Everybody wants to be as cheap as possible. More than likely, they're not going to pay back every single thing that that his family owns because he lived with his family. So a lot of that was theirs. And he wanted to raise money for his family, not for himself, but for his family to hopefully rebuild as fast as they can so that they'll be okay. Um, I have, you know, like I said, they're close friends and to see them literally having nothing but the clothes on their back. And I think they grabbed their phone. Uh, they grabbed the dogs, thankfully. Um, and you know, they have each other, which is the most important thing, but it's just, it's just, uh, it's a very bad situation to be in. And I'm sure if you or any of your loved ones, have been in that position before you can understand how uh, difficult and tough that is. So um, it's a very emotional situation. And if you feel like you don't want to, or if you feel like you don't need to give to the GoFundMe, please leave the comments to yourself. This is all just, I'm just putting it out there. Um, I don't want any, you know, hate or anything towards them. He's just trying to do his best for his family. Um, I'm sure TikTok pays him, but it doesn't pay him millions like the internet says. Trust me. Uh, I know. So please do what you can. If you can't, totally understandable, but you can always send your condolences and not your hate. Um, I don't understand why the world has has been so hateful about every single thing lately, but it's disgusting. So I'm sure some of you uh, out there know what I'm talking about and has seen the comments or the cancellation of his TikTok and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's gross. So tragedy happens and sometimes people need some help. But like I said, if you're not able to totally understandable, I'm just putting it out there because this is a close friend of mine. So it'll be in the description down below. Um, it's a tough situation. I'm not really sure what to say right now. So I'm going to send it off. I'll see you guys in the next one. Goodbye.